I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide trætte af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakre. 
Yeah. And the hair, makeup, and fashion. The fashion of season two. So good. And it's only going to get better. Her black bridal dress was unbelievable. Her wedding was incredible. It made me actually want to have a wedding. And I'm so not like a wedding person. A goth, a true goth wedding. Goth queen. She um, <laughs> is, she and I follow each other on Twitter. She's really wow, nice. Wow, this is huge. She messaged me You've once. made it. What did she say? She said she loved my videos. Wow, you've really buried the lead on Christine being your number one fan. Well, I, I like tweeted about her once. You're humble, mm-hmm. I, humble God, Carrie O'Donnell, humble, humble King, <laughs> humble King. I tweeted about her once, and she just went like, "Yeah, right here," and replied with a gif of herself and followed me. And so I immediately had to follow. But then I was like w- afraid mm-hmm. that she would think I was making because f- I'm not like when I tweet about that show, I'm not like making fun of it. I'm just like in awe of it. No, I worship. I'm pretty sure she unfollowed me at one point, but then refollowed me. And now we're like, I think it's set in stone. All right. I love that. Sometimes it's it takes like an unfollow and a refollow to cement the relationship. She she had a tweet once where she was like, oh, boy, it was like right before the the holiday surge started. She was like. Oh boy, and there was no punctuation in it, so I just was imagining her saying it all in like one monotonous, you know, breath. And she was like, "Oh boy, dining shutting down again. Everyone, go out to eat right now. Get it in before we can't do it ever again." Oh God! And it was just like this very like stream of consciousness. Yeah, it was automatic writing. Oh God! (sighs) I miss. I I really miss her. Restaurants are not the same. They're not hitting the same to me. Mm-hmm. I've only been to one since like the reopening, but it's like I don't really want to sit in a parking lot. Yeah, I'm not going to the in front of a dog. I don't want to like sit in front of a dog food store Mm-mm. to like eat sushi. You know what I mean? Yeah, I shan't be going to away. the Americana like parking garage dining area they have set up. Also, oh, they are in a parking garage. Uh, Maybe I just need to find the right <laughs> parking garage setting. Yeah, Ms. but I went to Katsuya in the Valley, and you really just have to sit outside of a pet supply store. And I was like, this doesn't feel like glam to me. No, we. I drove by Connie and Ted's the other night, and it's like on Santa Monica, and it's fully like they have. I love when people say like, oh, we we have outdoor seating, but it's enclosed outdoor. Yeah, like it's fully but it's a tented, like a wedding. Yeah, but it's like some of them are like fully just like little cabins they've built, and everyone's like, "But we're outside," yeah. and it's like, "Uh, no, but you're you're outside inside." New York has done that too. Like I saw like something like the Nomad Hotel did like in New York did like they have like a beautiful tent with like Persian rugs and like chandeliers, and I was like. This doesn't seem very outdoor to me, no. but like, hey, I'll take it. When I was in Aspen, they had like train car looking dining where it's it's like, and it looks like this little ski chalet and you just walk by and you're just like, wait, no, that's like, Aspen was wild and out. We, when I was there, we like, we literally didn't leave our house really except to go on like nature walks, but like people were just raw dogging it in Aspen. <laughs> Yeah, people were raw dogging it when I was in Sedona, like in the early fall. Like, I mean, I ate inside two restaurants. Mm -hmm. One, I was like the only person in there because it was early in the morning. And then the other one 
was like a nice restaurant, but they had spaced all the tables really far away from each other. But it was like people were very willingly like, carefree about the whole thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I miss, I do miss like restaurants, but yeah, of course. It's I miss just not the same. Like, I would love to go to Shirley Temple at a restaurant right now, but mm. I'm not. I'd love to go get a steak, have like a steak dinner somewhere, but like, it just doesn't, if you can't have the ambiance, it really takes away from the whole sitch. If you drive by like Ventura, on Ventura Boulevard or, or something, like, it's like walk back to back, person to person seating outside. Like, you're literally like grazing the back of someone's head with yours. And like, that's not isolated or that's not distance. That's closer than you probably would be in a rest inside sad but back to back to netflix they're really killing it on the reality front of things yeah selling sunset was their i think their like pioneer experiment that went totally right yeah, but then followed up with Bling Empire, oh, which was it. truly incredible. Yeah, it was like, I can't wait to see what they do next. Whoever is like, even Are You the, or not, was it Are You the One? It wasn't Are You the One. What was that one? Oh. Um, with Jessica? Uh, not The Circle. It was. Um, the Sound of Your Voice or something. Oh, I for, fucking forget. Me too. But that one was good, like a interesting watch. It wasn't my favorite, but it was like good for what. Yeah, it was. no, they they're like doing experimental kind of reality TV. That one was great. I think I just saw two of uh, two of the couples are still together. Hey, Jessica. If it works, it works. <laughs> Jessica, poor. Didn't you say like, Jessica you like all, lucked we... out that COVID like kind of wiped her slate clean because like no everyone forgot about her. Because she was like... She definitely did. She was like public enemy number one for like a hot second. It was almost like a pretty much a year ago, I think, to the day that we were blessed and stressed with Jessica's journey. And then COVID took over and she got to take a backseat and, ha- and fully like relive her life. She was like, oh. So I'm glad for her for that because she really needed that. She was like, oh. She didn't deserve that kind of humiliation. Can you imagine just being like... Yeah, dating shows are... being like the number one like just hoping idiot yeah just saying something that everyone's like you're you are they're laughing at you constantly i had stress on sunday because i tweeted something like i was just kind of kidding but i I do think i tweeted like it's it's weird that they made us each bring in valentines for the entire class on valentine's day in grade school like everyone had to bring in valentines and give it to each other i think that's i thought that was weird and like, if you really think about it, it's like, you will like them, <laughs> you know? And it's like, I think it's, mm-hmm. I, I, but I was kind of kidding. And then I, I tweeted it and then I started getting like, I started seeing in the quotes, like people being like, what's wrong with you? Like people need to relax. Uh- and like, <laughs> and like, this was great. This was healthy. And like, y'all are weird people saying, and like, oh, just people were coming for me. I started seeing it. And so I was like, oh God, am I going to get canceled? Cause of this like fucking dumbass tweet that i fired <laughs> off on valentine's day it's like that kind of the threat of cancellation is so real like it could happen at this point for anything but like, you could be like i don't like the color of highlighters yellow who needs it and then people would literally be like you're 
dead to the world for that. But like imagining Jessica just seeing like the tweets like and she's just going, oh, and then all of a sudden like a week later, like the country locks down and she's like, okay, <laughs> great. She's like, Phew. she pours herself like a heaping glass of wine. Wasn't there one episode where she's drinking like the biggest glass of wine of all time? She loved her wine. I could relate. That house that she lived in. She just wants her wine. And her like. Just give me my wine. Her white shuttered house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Netflix gives us next. They're really, they're killing it. Netflix, if you're listening, shout out to you. Sponsor Keep us. Slaying. Yeah, sponsor us. <laughs> and I have some ideas for you. You do. Um, Don't give them on this, so save them. No, honey, they're locked, not giving them away for lock free. Lock those down, baby. Yeah, get in touch. Um, Should we get into yeah, speaking this of, masterpiece theater of an episode? Uh, Well, okay, so I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... Sexy, sexy unique, unique podcast. podcast. Insatiable bitch, bitch goddesses. goddesses. Every time we say it, I feel the hint that one of us is like, or am I going to say the wrong thing? So they're like kind of waiting for the other person to say it. I'm always waiting for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I'm literally the forget. In the mine. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many different seasons at this point of just like sexy, unique spinoffs that I'm like, I don't know. I, wait, I can't keep track of anything. I, I hear. Th- I wait. I love slash honor the the trust that you're giving me in that moment of being like, I'm going to put my faith in what Carrie says. And knowing that I could wear him out very well, fuck it up too. But you're Mm -hmm. like, I trust it. And I'm going to always try to honor that. I appreciate that. Insatiable. I always think like you probably know. (laughs) I'm literally like salty, insatiable goddesses. It's coming. Um, The goddesses, only four remain. They all pack their bags. At the top of this episode. And they they all assemble and head to the, you know, Van Nuys private jet airport or whatever and take off in a leer with Brett and Heather leading them and Big John. <laughs> Destiny is back in her Fosse fedora. Mm-hmm. And Heather is back in her J-Lo cosplay. I just love the love that, destiny has for heather is just very um comes really to to full front in this episode i i feel their love is pure their love is kind and they their love is toxic belong together yeah they like i could see them just hanging offline heather kind of svengali's destiny 
Heather causes more drama than she solves and then eventually is just dismissed in the most humiliating of manners. And I was like, there is no justice for Heather. In this I know. Movie. And I was like, damn, you really got the shit out of this deal. Because like. Ugh. I have chills. Yeah. Ugh. No. Oh, God. <laughs> because no. if you're still in love with someone, which I believe she is still in love with Brett mm-hmm. in this moment, you will. And they're like the top in the relationship. Like you'll kind of take whatever you can get from them. And like, uh, it's very easy to interpret like being a part of their life or like them confiding in you about like who they're dating or who they're fucking and like thinking you have some say. It's like easy to mistake that with being like in like you're getting some sort of intimacy that you crave. But I think it's actually like the most damaging thing that you can do when you're like hundred percent in love with someone. You have to like separate the fuck out of yourselves and like start living your own life. And I don't, it's like, you cannot hear about that kind of shit. Yeah. It's, I think Brett is a little careless with Heather, but I also think Heather, mm-hmm. she volunteered to come back. She's so being she's careless with herself. She signed up. Yeah. yeah she's, um, yeah, so Heather is coming with them to, to, to help them party, aka be Brett's mole. And they head on a Learjet and they're all just partying on the plane. And then they arrive at the Hard Rock Casino, which is, so at least they're on the strip now. Yeah, they've upgraded hugely from being in like the Dust Bowl desert to then now they're doing literal spawn con for the Hard Rock Hotel, which I believe had some sort of like renovation or makeover. Mm-hmm. And then this is like how they kind of present it to the world. Because as soon as they get there, there's a moment where they show some random dude who's the head of marketing. And I was like, oh, OK, so this is like a commercial in part now. Yeah. They're basically at like, uh, like the Prim Valley. What's that one casino on the way to Vegas that has like a roller coaster outside of it? Oh, I don't know, but that one uh, scares me. We, on our way back from Colorado, uh, we pulled into, we we got McDonald's at that area, and we pulled off the highway and went in there, and it was like a windstorm was happening, and it was really scary, and there were crows everywhere. There's always a windstorm, yeah. When I drove by there, I was like, is something on fire? And then as we drove by, it, it was just like little mini tornadoes that were happening. Yeah. And then also next to us on the highway was a truck full of bees. Like a semi truck that was, I guess, transporting bees from one place to another. And I was like, my sister and I were like, why are all these bees? Like, like what's up with all these bees? And we looked over and there was a truck of bees. Oh, no. Just like slowly going next to us, which I love bees. Buffalo Bills. But it was a real like. That's <laughs> yeah, what it's called. Wild. That, that's basically where that they were. Casino? That's basically where they were last time. Mm-hmm. Um. But they're upgraded to Hard Rock, and I love when you get into the lobby and the camera catches a stenciled art on the wall that just says "corn," like the band. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like just no, celebrating no, no, corn. like corn with the backwards R. Love classic rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. Brett's like, all Daisy right, girls, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, hotel. Daisy's like, this is her <laughs> element. She is. I'm here. I want to dance. I want to have sex with Brett. And I just want to be sexy. 
She literally, like, she takes one step into the hard rock and it just turns her on. Daisy, like, grew, she was like Eloise at the plaza, but at the hard rock. Like, mm-hmm. Daisy was, like, born and raised in the hard rock hotel. She's a rocker girl at heart. She is. That'd be a great Eloise, like, adjacent. Just younger Daisy, like, growing up in this hard casino. In a crazy world of, like, 80s rock and roll. Yeah. So the girls all stay in one suite, and Brett goes, he's like, all right, I'm going to leave you. I'm sorry. Their suite was shitty. It was not cute. The girls' suite? Yeah. It always is shitty. But, like, compared to Brett's. It always, like... Brett's was amazing. Brett's was incredible. They- His bedroom was awesome. Yeah. Like, that's not even really my style. Me that neither. Kind of, like, glam, like, mirrored. But I was like, I would for sure, like, happily sleep in this hotel yeah. room and, like, love it. Heather's going to be sleeping with the girls. <laughs> they immediately. The recipe for disaster. They immediately start taking shots and drinking, and they get their first like date card and Jessica reads it and she goes destiny and Jessica please change into these golf outfits and meet me downstairs <laughs> I don't know why that I had made to me rewind because I was like did he just say golf outfits? I thought he said goth at first I was like okay me too they're gonna be goth tonight like, hell Whoa. yeah mm-hmm. but then it was golf Brett's this is my nightmare date Brett Brett, like, loves every, like, dumb thing that a guy loves, Brett loves. Mm-hmm. Like, golf, sports. Every, like, everything. I'm like... Hockey. But it feels like... It, f- it doesn't feel authentic. Cigars. Like, he's, he's just playing at being a man. He's, like, cosplaying of. it. He's... Male... male cosplaying dumb. masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... You wear extensions. You don't like golf. <laughs> and that's I. I'm like I. I want Brett to be who he is, and he's just like a glam rock guy at heart, and like let him just be like not your typical man. But I think maybe he either is like totally golf and hockey guy, like Jack Taylor. I think, I think he is. I think he really is. I think he's more that than an actual like rock. Me too. I wish it was the opposite, but unfortunately, it's the truth. This is like Brett. he's a golfing, hockey playing conservative who like happened to play music at one point in his life, and like probably loves police. Yeah, I get like you don't rock and love golf. No, that's just not how it works. Anyway, so Heather also is like foisting alcohol upon the women. She's like, everyone better pour a drink. We're not going to have a boring time here. I was like, whoa, I'm scared. One of the main plot lines of this episode is Jessica needs to prove to Brett that she's not like so young and innocent. And like, so that means she has to basically like hold her liquor in Vegas. Um, hold her liquor in deep throat. And put out. <laughs> <laughs> Heather. As she and Destiny are getting ready, Heather decides that she needs to like tease their hair to make it more 80s. And they they go along with it. They think Heather's like they're so glamored by Heather. Like they think Heather is like a celeb to these girls. Like she's like the cool senior yeah. and they're the junior like sophomore girls and she's like totally like doming them and and like fucking with them right now. And they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Jessica's like, Heather thought it would be a good idea if she teased our hair 80s style. And she says it with, like, reverence. 
And then Heather's like, yeah, no one fucking likes 80s hair anymore. Even I know that. She goes, these dumb twats, this 80s hair is over. Everyone knows it. <laughs> and she won't take off her sunglasses, which is a sign that Heather is on the dark side. When those Dior sun- like gradient sunglasses are on, Heather's up to no good. Yeah, Heather's like truly her shadow self is comes alive at the Hard Rock Casino. Mm-hmm. So they head out to the golf course. They're going to play a round of dusk golf, which honestly nightmare but uh it's if i had to play any golf it would be evening golf sunset golf would be acceptable not as hot you know brett probably is very sensitive to temperature i just have a feeling he doesn't like to sweat yeah so he needs it to be he has a hard time maintaining like homeostasis so it's best that he is in more temperate climates Mm -hmm. wait 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 but we forgot the biggest we forgot the biggest twist of this episode is that Jessica what? is like an incredible golfer and was a varsity golfer in high school all four years. Like, oh yeah. How random is like, I don't, it's like <laughs> Jessica's just like, what they don't know about me is that I was a varsity golfer all four years. So <laughs> <laughs> I finally get a chance to show off. And I was like, hell yeah. Hell, like yes. that's great. And she's fucking If Brett good. really loves golf, like, yeah, you would want to be with a girl that's also great at golf. But don't guys golf to just like be with each other and like walk around? Yeah, they all. Yeah, everyone... like it's like a, their own little like ver- it's like the straight man's version of a circle jerk. Yeah, they like drink beer and like drive golf carts and talk about like and go like walk across grass and swing clubs. Mm-hmm. It's literally the most worthless sport <laughs> I can possibly think of. I just don't I've never understood it. I think it's so boring. It looks maybe like it would be kind of fun to play maybe, but it also looks like it could be deeply frustrating to play. But I loved seeing Jessica play and I was all about I was like here for Jessica as a as a golf you know, wonderkind. She was literally the queen's gambit. She was the, the queen's gambit of, of the <laughs> Vegas golf course. Yeah, she slayed. Well, while they're on their golf journey, Heather takes Daisy and Ombre aside and she goes, have either of you guys hooked up with Brett? And Daisy goes, yeah, like 500 times. She goes, what, am I going to lie about gonna it? say, no. And Amber is immediately insecure and is like, well, I've only made out with him mm-hmm. a couple times. And this was honestly the moment where D- Heather decided that she hated Daisy. Oh, and yeah. Do whatever it takes to take Daisy down. Heather was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She's like, come in my bedroom. Come on the bed. And Daisy goes in there and Heather's like, so do you feel like threatened by any of the girls? Like, do you feel like they're a competition? And Daisy's like... No, not at all. I don't feel threatened at all. Why would she? They've they've literally fucked, I think, every night since she's been there. Yeah. They're like, for all intents and purposes, together yeah. at this point. Daisy knows that... She- like, that's his... That's Brett's girlfriend, and then these other girls are girls that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. So Heather immediately goes <laughs> into, like, I must incept... She goes like she goes into Daisy's brain. She tries to. Mm-hmm. She's like crawling around. But Daisy's sort of a wall. Daisy's a mystery. Daisy does not is the first girl to really say and admit that Heather is like there to fuck with them. 
Like Daisy's like, I have my guard up with Heather. I know that she's like, I know that she's, I can't even do her voice. She's like, I, I know that she's here to sabotage. I've got to have a wall up with Heather. Yeah. Because I know that she like doesn't, she like wants to show Brett who's like good for him and who's not. Exactly. This made me, fu- this episode made me fall in love with Daisy. Yeah. This is a real like love affair with Daisy episode. Daisy De La Hoya, Oscar De La Hoya's her. niece. I know. She's very, like, she's a complicated woman. Mm-hmm. She is. She's also beautiful. Back on the golf course, Jessica's just like, oh, wait, first she talks to Amber, and she's like, basically, yeah. she wants to turn Amber, make sure Amber's turned on Daisy. And Amber's like, well, well, Daisy, you know, all she talks about is being in debt for her boob job. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust her intentions, honestly. I don't know if she's here for the right reasons. She's still living with someone. Daisy's codependent. I think she's looking for someone to save her from her life. And I'm just like, well, Brett is too. So they're a match made in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what we want to see. Yeah. And why do you think everyone's doing this show? This is not like well-adjusted people find love. I love when people are like trying, like, shocked yeah. that everyone around them is like fucked up in this like environment it's like no you're actually the one you're the outlier because and you're actually not even an outlier because you're participating in the madness yeah amber so is there's something wrong with you too you are just as fucked up as daisy like mm-hmm. if you're on the show in any way you're fucked up unless you're like yeah something has gone <laughs> really horribly wrong in your life that led you astray and you landed in this environment so you need to examine that. Amber is extremely judgmental about strippers and sex work. And I, I find her to be, it's like, I don't like her slandering or trying to like, she's trying to make Daisy sound like this bad seed because make, she is probably like a stripper or, you know, does, has probably done sex work. And she like always insults that. I find every episode, Amber always has a comment about like, a woman who like is a dancer or like does sex work and it needs that needs to stop. Yeah. Well, I think also Amber's like threatened by the fact that Daisy is much younger than she is. Well, <laughs> so it's easy to like shit on someone that like find a like the most obvious thing that you can use to like shit on someone. <laughs> I love Daisy is I can't even imagine Amber being like sexy. Like she probably wears granny panties. <laughs> and Heather's like, well, she's like, you got to She goes, you got to tell Brett about this stuff. You got to go in there and tell him all this stuff. You know about Daisy. Say it. Don't be afraid to say it. And then Amber goes, oh, Lord, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, tell him at dinner. He needs to know. Heather's also fucked up. It's like, Heather, he's never going to like be in love with you. I know. Like, it's never going to happen. Even if you root out who the best person is for him on this show, like, you're never going to get what you truly want from this man. Um, you need to give it up. Back on the golf course, Destiny's like terrible at golf. She's like how I would be. She's just kind of like wandering around, <laughs> but she tries to spruce things up by like sticking her head between her legs and like looking back at it. <laughs> And she just goes up to like... I love her approach to slutty golf. Jessica's like literally getting holes in one. And Brett's like, oh my God. Like Brett's like so 
I think he's also deeply threatened, probably, by Jessica for being good at golf. Yeah. And here's the thing. She shouldn't. She played it wrong because, like, he's not going to want a girl who's better at golf than he is. Yeah. It didn't even show him really playing, which makes me think that he's not that good. In an ideal world, like, a non, a, a secure man would be like, hell yeah, about Jessica, like, kind of owning the game. But we're talking about Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. But he also, he does that thing again where he's like just showing his mixed messaging of like basically being like, please act like a hoe to these girls. And then when they do, he's like, I don't want you. Like he, he's like shaming Destiny for like being fun and flirty. And like. Yeah, but he's also into it. Yeah, but he's into it. But he's also like, I don't know if she's the kind of girl for me. Like she, he's so conflicted about like he wants a woman to be like you know comfortable with her sexuality and like owning it but then when it when he sees it he like it he's like i don't know if i want that you know yeah he wants he doesn't want like overt sexuality yeah like raunchy sexuality like he might fuck someone that does that but like on a day-to-day basis he needs someone in the middle of jessica and destiny he really like should be with Daisy. Like they make sense together. They clearly like each other. But I think it's mixed messaging because he's like, he's, you know, he's always commenting on like, like all I could see right now were were her breasts, you know, or like, but he's, it's just classic, classic, classic man, <laughs> right? I love Destiny just being like, Woo! that's how I would be being like. <laughs> that's what i would do wagging her ass yeah i mean destiny's so hot that's another thing that she is going through she's really gorgeous like even makeup or no makeup she just has that like she's just like a hot a hot ass bitch she's fun Mm -hmm. i can't imagine like daisy on the golf course i would really love to see her trying to golf so they head back to the the hard rock and it's kind of fucked up that he's like took them on like a golf date and then took Daisy. Like he's clearly, it's clearly coming down to Daisy and Amber. Yeah. Also, I was like, you're really squeezing in like two big activities back to back. Like what time did they eat dinner? Like were they, is it summertime? It seems like it's summer. So the sun goes down at like eight or nine. And then did you have like a 10 PM dinner with these girls? Probably. I hated that go- that golf course too when they got there and that guy was like, "Welcome to the littest golf course in Vegas." I was like, "Ew." I have to say when they were eating room service later and they were eating that chili, it looked or I think it mm-hmm. was, or it was like beef stew, it looked so good and it made me want and miss room service. <sighs> I really miss room service. There is nothing better than a crisp, salty Caesar salad with salty salty croutons. And like a bowl of French onion soup for room service. Nothing better than like French fries, room service French fries. Mm -hmm. Or like a yummy like hotel burger or like even coffee, like hotel coffee is always so good. Just in like a French press or drip coffee. Like, ugh. Yeah. I yearn. Someday. I yearn, I crave, someday we'll get back to that place. So Brett takes Am- Ombre and Daisy to dinner at like an empty 
like lounge area. It's literally just like a hotel bar. Yeah. Before they, when the girls get back, when Daisy or when Destiny and Jessica get back from golf, Daisy's like, she's like, I have to go get ready for my date. And like kind of is sarcastic. I think joking to Destiny, but I think Destiny's kind of drunk. And then Heather's also there. And Destiny's like, she like got in my face and Amber and um, Heather goes, you should tell her about that. You should tell her how you feel about that. <laughs> it's like, you're the devil. She's literally Satan. She's, she's sowing chaos wherever she goes. Yeah. Daisy was just joking. She was like, oh, I have to get ready for my day. And then like kind of jokingly puts her hand in her face. Because her and Destiny are, are like best friends on this. Yeah. On they're the rooming together in the suite, too for now so they they go to this like empty lounge <laughs> aj's tavern yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i wrote i meant to write daisy but for autocorrect change it to sissy <laughs> sissy brett ass sissy Her alter ego <laughs> brett ass sissy <laughs> hey sissy can i ask you a question brett asked i had an aunt named aunt sissy Oh, that's a classic aunt name. Rest in power. Was she fun? I don't really remember her. She was, she liked golf. She was a golfer. Classic. Sissy strikes me as like a golfer mm-hmm. gal's name. She was, mm-hmm. she was sweet. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me, undies. 
Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So Brett asked Daisy, he's like, I need, he's like, I need to re-clarify like what's going on with you and Charles, the guy, aka her ex, <laughs> she still lives with. And I was like, God damn, like, give, let her off the hook. Yeah, give Daisy a fucking break. Brett, so Brett, basically the crux of this whole thing is that Brett is unconvinced that Charles and Daisy don't fuck still. Like, I think he's just deeply threatened by that fact. And he needs to know if they... He does not believe Daisy hasn't fucked. Basically because Brett's like, I've... Me and her have fucked so many times that, like, I doubt that she would just go two years without having sex. Because mm-hmm. that's what she's... Right? She because says... what? <laughs> yeah, she is, says... <laughs> she hasn't had sex in two years. She's been living with Charles because he had money problems. And, like, they've been through a bunch of shit together and like she's like we've been through crazy shit we've been through crazy fucking shit and brett's like well you're gonna need to tell me more about that crazy shit because i just don't know and then basically like daisy does not really want to say on camera like i got the sense that she's like i don't really want to get into it and brett's like well just say what you can't like say what you kind of can say like yeah and he gets amber he gets amber to join in like he like yeah, looks Amber's at Amber, just he's trying like, to I mean, torch Daisy, on. and Amber's like, "Yeah, why? What's the big deal, Daisy? Why don't you just come forward?" And then Daisy admits that she had an abortion while she was with Charles, and he like stayed with her to make sure that she was okay, and they just like 
really been through a lot and he had money problems and she wasn't going to kick him out on the streets and they've lived together platonically for two years, but they're done. And Brett doesn't believe that she can be celibate for two years, but I'm here to tell you it's fucking possible. I've done it. <laughs> that was kind of, that, I felt bad for her in that moment. And I think Brett, well, I, everyone's I also think, coming for her. I also think Brett kind of, kind of bit his tongue when he said that. Cause I think he, he had a look on his face of like, Oh, okay. Like he, I think he realized yeah. that he put his foot in his mouth. Cause I think he was like, wanted her to say he thought she was going to admit that they have had sex, but like, I think he realized that he, he backed her into a corner right now and he felt bad. I think I could see Brett kind of being like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. And also I think it's like a rock and roll guy. He's probably no stranger to like an abortion or three. So it's like, <laughs> you know what the fucking score is. Yeah. Yeah. It is just like part, goes with the territory, but then Amber just jumps on the like, fucking torch train she's like well what is it what is it that you what is it that you do daisy yeah because daisy's like i make good fucking money so like i can help him and she's like well what do you do and daisy's like i'm a dancer and then amber's like oh well do you have what are you in debt do you have debt yeah she's like i mean you got hair extensions boob job makeup and you're telling me that you're in debt she's like something just doesn't add up here i'm like shut the fuck up it's none of your it's none of your goddamn business amber what daisy does Just because you're 40 and you have your shit together now doesn't mean that you can just like wreck this 24 year old 40 leave her be may i add also lying about her age saying she's 31 as we come to know in the next episode yeah you are not <laughs> you are maybe you know, 10 years ago like, you were 40 31 yeah we all know you're on your second act so stop with the lies <laughs> just own it <laughs> just fucking own it it's way sexier if you're just like it's really unsexy to try and like prove your vitality by being like yeah by being like responsible it's like just shut up and be responsible and then enjoy the chaos of others like you're not it's not like like paying your bills on time is not like sexy you know what i mean it's cool and good and like yeah and like it's it's great and responsible but responsibility just by nature isn't like it's isn't sexy yeah also it's like Daisy's paying her bills and she's doing what she does. And like, that's none of your business, Amber, what she, how she supports herself and Charles. Yeah. So fuck off. Like you're, it's, it, it, it makes me mad when people, it's like Amber's, you could just let your own personality and your own like fun vibe shine through without having to take someone else down to prove that you're like awesome. Amber's like the. If you have to do that, then you're not that awesome. Yeah, Amber's like one of the townspeople in, in Elvira, who like judges her and like <laughs> <laughs> tries to burn her at the stake. Totally. That's like, I like taking this to a place of Elvira. Hell yeah. It applies always. Like you should, and you should have like your shit together. Yeah. Like financially and all of that. Like, but it's not. Like, you should also be able to be, like, a fun slut, you know? <laughs> may, we, may we all be that lucky. 
Yeah. So Amber, Amber just like the whole thing just gets turned on Daisy and Daisy's feeling extremely fragile, which I understand. She's shaken up. She's had this lady like across this, <laughs> this like <laughs> this woman who's lying about her identity, just yelling about at you across the table in like an empty steakhouse. And this, fl- yeah, like this- a high school English teacher <laughs> is like, <laughs> <laughs> and this flop of a man just sitting in between, not doing anything to protect you. Yeah. So literally, like Daisy is too fragile for what's to come. Like she, oh my God. cannot do this to da- sweet, sensitive, fragile Daisy. Back in the room, Heather's just working Destiny over about Daisy. She's just going like, da 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 da. She goes, she talks shit on all of you, by the way. She, she said, none of you are threatening to her. None of you give her one pause in what she's going right now. She's like, I'm just letting you know. And Destiny just goes like, nah! and you just see this weird nah! Daisy or Destiny goes in like this kind of like strange, like lizard brain state. And you just see her smoking a cigarette out the window. Like there's like curtains billowing. Jessica's just watching scared from the other side of the room. And she's just sitting there going like, hmm. Like she's gone full rogue, and she has the rage for des- for Daisy in her eyes, and she's just sitting in the. She she's flops in the- on a pool table. <laughs> she like belly flops on the pool table and is like, Aah! and then turns over on her back and is like kicking her legs, and she's like, Aah! and then just takes to the window to smoke to chain cigs. I was like, damn, I've been there, but like you gotta keep it together, girl. <laughs> like I could totally. Destiny is fully all about Heather at this point. Like, at, if in that moment, Heather said, like, hey, lady, she's like, let's steal a car from the parking garage here and drive off into the horizon. <laughs> Destiny would have done it. Destiny, yeah. Heather could have convinced Destiny to, like, kill in that moment. Like, she's, she's fully... She's ride or die. She's fully under her spell. She's been svengali She's been rasputin by Kat, by Heather. And she's ready to go. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking puppet on a string. And I have to say, what this whole... The only maybe normal person on this entire fucking show is Jessica. <laughs> At the end. I love when when everyone comes back from dinner. Brett's like, let's go back up to the suite. And then you can come up to my room. And Daisy and Ombre come back into the room. And everyone starts like screaming and it cuts to Jessica and she's traumatized. And in her one-on-one, she goes, I mean, I don't understand this. Like, I'm pretty stable. I don't have any drama with people. And like, I don't really understand this world. And you just see her like looking at everyone as they're like losing their shit at each other. And I was cackling. Like, Jessica is truly like the, like you said, the only sane person in this entire universe. Daisy comes back and like it's it's an all out war. Like Destiny's got the knives out for Daisy. Mm-hmm. Destiny's uh, now not even trying to smoke out the window is just sitting on a bed with a cigarette, just like chiefing. They all come back. Amber, Destiny just starts attacking Daisy, and she's like, "You talk shit about me. Like I trusted you. You like threw me basically like threw me under the bus." And Daisy's like, what? I didn't say anything. Like, she, Daisy's just, she's like, everyone <laughs> needs to leave me alone. 
And Destiny is like, why do you still live with your fucking boyfriend, huh? Like, yeah. why are you living with him? And you're fucking saying you're here for Brett? That's a fucking lie. And like, then Ambre oh, gets Ambre. She gets all heated, fake heated, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Totally. I call bullshit, bullshit on, her on rage. that too. She's just taking this as an opportunity to break Daisy even more. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so sick of you taking my time. And then we have to talk about that. And then I don't have time with Brett. And fuck you. Like when Amber gets like into fuck you mode, I'm just like, ew, my God. Like, yeah. Put in your pants. Also, you, you continued, like you were leading the charge against Daisy at, at, the, dinner, at the dinner table. So like you robbed yeah. yourself of time with Brett. So it's on you, girl. You're a goddamn snake. Yeah. You're a goddamn. <laughs> you're taking away my time with Brett. My time, my solo, my one-on-one -on -one time, time with Brett is important to me, and you're taking it away. And I'm sick of people taking it away. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I was like, please, Amber, get it together. And Daisy's like, why is everyone yelling at me? <laughs> and they go in this. They all sitting on the beds, and then Heather's like, God damn you. <laughs> And then Heather, <laughs> Heather is she still in her sunglasses at this point? Or is yeah, she she's also off? blackout. Yeah, <laughs> she's been blackout since the day before. I believe that she, as soon as she entered that house of rock in the hills or wherever they were prior, Heather went straight into a blackout to cope with the fact that she was not Brett's chosen one and has been blackout the entire time. Heather also hasn't left the suite since they got there. No. She's like not so she's just like in this this like house of horrors, like unable to leave and like causing has succumbed to the darkness and is like fully an agent of evil at this point. And at one point, yeah, she throws like a wet napkin or something at Daisy's face. I think it was like a glass of something. Yeah, she like throws Daisy goes into her own room, which by the way, Destiny has moved her suitcase out of the room. I'm gonna go live with Heather with Daisy. And so, and Daisy goes, she's like, everyone needs to back off. And then, like, goes in her room. She's like, I'm sick of getting chased by these wild beasts. <laughs> and, like, gets in her bed and it's like, hmm. And then everyone comes in her room and is, like, berating her. And then Heather just takes something, like, a glass. I thought it was, like, a Red Bull or something. She throws it at Daisy. It hits Amber, too. Yeah. Which and she goes, And you just hear Heather that. go, you will not get my friend. You're not going to be dating my friend. You're not going to get my friend. Okay. All right, Heather. Psycho. And they, then Brett's like, then he's like, let's all go up to my suite. <laughs> and they go up and it, they have like. Brett's suite is amazing. He has like slot machines, blackjack table, like marble. It, it actually is like, again, like Laura said, it's like, it's not my taste either. But like, I would be floored if I saw that suite. Yeah, I would be like, this is so fun. Like, let's party in your fucking mirrored bedroom yeah. and like play some blackjack. I'll lose some money mm -hmm. and like, let's like all hook up. I'm sure Brett thought that's what was going to happen too, is that there could be like a fun group sex moment or like just that things would be like fun and sexy. And he has his own private blackjack table with this like dealer and they start to play the blackjack game from hell. Yeah, Brett was like hoping there'd be like a jacuzzi moment, like naked running around, probably like maybe some like like four-way make out later. Maybe Heather would join in and like <laughs> tag team with them. 
but yeah like i think he thought heather would keep things like sexy but she actually made things incredibly tense and i think, and I think he realized that later yeah everyone's like trying to put their best face forward but it's like really tense around the table and then destiny starts screaming at daisy again daisy has like lets out a scream that is like exorcist of emily rose <laughs> like it's like a guttural what does she say she just goes <laughs> like she just lets out a rage and brett's like <laughs> brett's like i got he's like big john you're gonna, gonna you're gonna come out here and deal with these girls so he like gets up he just can't total conflict avoidant yeah he goes big john can you deal with this shit and then he just walks away big john comes over and he goes how could you disrespect brett in his own suite <laughs> <laughs> and he goes we will not and then at one point i think daisy or destiny hits daisy or she like knocks her glass down yeah. or something and then heather goes like oh look at that she goes that was bad and heather tries to like and i'm like you just threw a, like a glass at her face like you just hit two women yeah. in one in one swoop like and now you're like oh look at that like you're chiming in being like they're being violent i'm like heather shut the fuck up you just yeah, threw something get a grip yeah, and then they the ladies are ushered into like the living room area to like duke it out, and like I guess Brett's hope was that they would calmly talk about their conflict and like resolve it, and then they could go back to like partying with their tits out. But Heather and Daisy just go at it and are screaming at each other, and then finally Brett comes out and he goes, "Enough." Well, first, first Daisy goes. She's like, yeah, I've been in debt, but like, I don't need anyone. Like, I could, I could get money if I need. I don't. I'm not dependent on anyone. She's like, my uncle's Oscar De La Hoya. If I really wanted something, I would just ask for him. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I love. And I guess it's that's a flex. It's real. She really is. It's his, true. Yeah. She also dated Corey. Was Hain. Oscar De La Hoya? Oh God. Yeah. That's a bad sign. Mm -hmm. Wait, is Corey Haim the one that's dead? Yeah. Oh. Was Oscar De La Hoya the one that cross-dressed? I don't know. Or was that another one? Oh, yeah. It was him. Ugh. I was obsessed with these photos. Oscar De La Hoya in full fishnets and high heels and like a little undie. Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this. Hell yeah. This was a really fantastic... Oh my god! I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, he, he apparently That's paid a woman hot. twenty million dollars to keep them in to have sex with him. No, to keep them a secret. Twenty mil. I think so. Oh my god! I was obsessed with these photos when they came out. I remember he looks hot. He looks really hot. I love guys that wear like a full body fishnet, like mm -hmm. quote unquote straight men who are like down to wear a fishnet. I've met a few of them. I've had the pleasure of knowing a couple and it just is truly wonderful. He's probably down to peg. For sure. He's worth $200 million. Yeah. Daisy could for sure hit him up. Yeah. Wow. He, Oscar De La Hoya is really hot. Yeah. He's really hot. Daisy dated Dave Navarro. Yep. That tracks. I think Daisy's had some substance abuse issues. 
she's a fragile flower. But yeah, so Brett like hopes that the women will talk things out, but it it's just explosive. So Brett basically is like finally has to like do something. He takes action like for once. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Enough Daisy. <laughs> go to my room <laughs> also like you know that you've all fucked up when like the person that you hate is now getting the invitation to yeah. go to brett's room he was like everyone out like you Daisy, failed. come to my room <laughs> <laughs> daisy's like okay and then they go in and, and right. brett's just like they powwow and brett's basically just like he's like he's like i want to give you you know he basically like apologizes to her yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry. And I just wrote, you have to be hot with serious issues for Brett to like you. Mm-hmm. He wants like a really hot, fragile, destroyed, fragile woman. Like he gets off to that. Yeah, they, they powwow and then they kiss. And then Daisy goes back in the room and she, and she walks back in and she has this, she looks like she's about to start laughing because <laughs> the women are all like in their PJs with like, their retainers in just looking at her like standing in the foyer staring at the door waiting for her to yeah. come in she's like hey and she goes in and closes the door and they're like well good night i hope it was good yeah i just wrote low the amber the next morning heather comes in with brett and they have like a little like kind of post game and heather Tells Brett, like, what she thinks of all the women again. And Brett's kind of, like, you can tell he's, like, annoyed with Heather. Yeah. It's kind of... He's annoyed and then dismisses her. He's like, Heather, you can go. You just see Heather wheel her bag <laughs> out. And she's... And I was like, she just hitchhiked her way home. Yeah, she did not get a ride home. Mm. Literally, imagine, like, she had to go back into that room of girls and be like, well... Uh, I'm going to go now. Like inexplicably just like leaving when she thought she would be there probably the entire time. Well, I think the producers were probably like, yo, you got to get this girl out because she's going to like, there's going to be blood. And I think she, I think they, yeah. they were well, like, I think the producers were like, she threw keep something her around. But Brett was like, it's too k, It's too chaotic. Yeah, that's true. But like, <laughs> love destiny looks like genuinely sad to see Heather go. I know she's, yeah, the real rock of love was She's Destiny's like, love for Heather. Mm-hmm. They could have stolen so many cars together. Yeah, damn. And like rocked backstage. <laughs> Brett and Daisy talk again, and Daisy. <laughs> well, well, first. So the elimination night is coming, and at first Jessica goes in to like chat with Brett, and she walks in, and Brett is like bowling. I think he's like in a bowling alley or something. And then, yeah, he has a like bowling alley in his suite. And Brett just sees Jessica, and he just goes, "Good God!" It's like so fake. She does look really hot. I know, but she's like wearing these like tall boots and a mini skirt with her Ed Hardy, mm-hmm. <laughs> her Ed Hardy uh, tank top. Wait, I had a dream last night that I was at some hotel and it was like an Ed Hardy hotel. I'm not even kidding. Oh I am not even kidding you. You incepted the Hard Rock Hotel. Maybe. You were a contestant on Rock of Love. Maybe I was. I love when they got to the hotel and got to their suite and the girls are like, 
Brett got us like a whole table of gifts and it's just like more affliction and Ed Hardy like swag. Can imagine what it smells like. It smells like lollipops, I'll bet. Or like has like a very like manufactured candy scent. Mm -hmm. Like bubble gum and lollipops. Yeah. Daisy and Brett chit chat and Daisy's like, I need to reveal something to you. And Brett's like, okay. And she's like, I used to like a few years back, I used to hang out with Cece, who I guess is like part of Poison. Yeah, Cece Brett's Deville. me. I need to Google him. I, yeah, he's like not cute. Brett's a lot cuter than he is. Ooh. Ooh. But I love that. Oh my God. I need, to, I need to be honest with you. I used to hang out with Cece. And Brett's like, uh, okay. He's like, did you like, basically, he's like, did you fuck? She's like, no, no. She's like, no, 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 no. Just friends. And Brett's like, uh, you know that Cece really did want to fuck her, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this guy. Oh, no. Woof. <laughs> he has like Jesse Camp energy. Yeah. I mean, I can see how he would be like hot in his younger years. Like, he kind of looks like Vigo Mortensen. But he's gotten too tan with like a bleach blonde hair. Mm. And it's a little too much. I also, Brett, when he was with Jessica, he's like talking to her and he's like, I just, you're so young and you're so innocent and like, you're just, you're beautiful, you have beautiful energy. And I just, I don't know if you're ready for this jaded world of hurt. I was like, Brett, what is your jaded world of hurt? Like, you play golf and you, like, watch hockey games. Like, you're a middle-aged conservative man. Like, let's, like... Yeah, I know. Your jaded world of hurt. Give me a fucking break. He's like, the things I love most about Jessica is her beauty, her kindness, and that she's young. And the things I (laughs) think are going to be a problem is that she's young. And I was just like, what? Imagine being like, that's like one of the qualities you love about your partner. They're young. I, I also think that he's just not attracted to her. No, I don't. Th- I, I think it's, I agree with you. Even though she's beautiful, it's like not, he's just, they're just not vibing. She's smart. She's good at golf and has small tits. And that's what's going to really ultimately be. The thing that sinks her. The things, yeah, that sinks her. I love, I love Brett trying to make it like really deep. This jaded world of her. You sing the worst music ever, <laughs> and you're literally a Trump voter. Yeah. Like, you are not, like, a jaded world of hurt. No, I don't think so. Yeah. You tortured poet, you. Yeah. Um, and they're, while they're, they're all, and then they all assemble for the elimination, and right before Daisy just goes, you see Daisy crying in the hallway, and she goes, <laughs> she goes this is going to suck. This is going to suck so bad. She's she cries all over the Hard Rock Hotel after she comes and has her like one on one moment with him. Then it just he I guess is gone inexplicably, and she's just alone on the stage, sitting on the floor with her legs like spread out, crying by herself. (laughs) (laughs) And then she has to go get ready for elimination, where she's just like crying again. She's like, I just don't know, like it's gonna suck. She but she. This has been her before every elimination. She just always is. She's emotional. She's, but she's, she always goes right to the dark place. 
She is literally teetering on the edge of darkness and light at all times. And all it takes is like one thing to just push her into her own jaded world of hurt. Like Daisy, I truly do believe is like a tortured artist. I do too. But it pays off because Daisy's the first girl that Brett picks. And it's like a, sh- and yeah. you see Amber- Ombre's face in the background. She's just like <gasps> horrified. <laughs> Ombre's face is incredible. Outrage. I also love Brett goes, it's time for elimination. And we're going to head on down to Body English, the Hard Rock Hotel's new nightclub. Like, it was like an infomercial. It was, it was like a hotel ad, <laughs> hotel channel ad. I believe that if you checked into the Hard Rock Hotel between the years of 2008 to 2010, like when you turned on the TV, hey, I'm Brett Michaels. Went to like the, immediately the hotel channel, it would be like, I'm Brett Michaels from Poison. Yeah. Let me show you around the new and improved Hard Rock Hotel. He's like, he's like, be it a Tuesday night or a Saturday night. The Hard Rock Hotel delivers a fun party time just for you. Come with me. And he's like, this is AJ's Steakhouse. You can get a good piece of meat here. Don't I know it? Steak and frites, man. <laughs> Some good as you. over to Body English. <laughs> Head right on over to Body English Nightclub and Lounge. He's like, bottle service. Every sort of dipping sauce you could possibly want. Garlic aioli, A1, or their own house blend. <laughs> and he's like, if you like Thousand Island dressing on your salad? They got that too. It's fucking hardcore. He's like, if you want to really make it a Vegas night, he's like, be in, broke, be in Body English while getting AJ's delivered to your bottle service table. It's all in a night at Body English. You just see him eating steak in the middle Take of like... Take a shot. <laughs> Have a bite of medium rare premium grade Angus. (laughs) Sirloin Angus. (laughs) Nothing like a fresh piece of meat at your table. Am I right? And he's like surrounded by like bottle service broads. And then he's like on the stage. He's like, every so often, they might have a special guest. And then it's like, every rose has its own. He's like, take a break by the pool, put your legs up in the cabana. It's fun out here on a Saturday. Yeah, he's like, pitcher lemonade spiked with vodka or just a cold glass of iced tea. He's like, anything <laughs> you want. Relax out here, decompress, or just start your day. <laughs> then head on into the casino for a great time gambling. Whether you're a hardcore gambler or a guy like me who mostly just loses, they have something for everyone here at the Hard Rock Bucking Hotel. And then that just plays on loop over and yeah. over on the hotel TV until you change the channel. I could see that like in some like post-apocalyptic movie if someone like is exploring a hotel that's been like long abandoned and that's like playing on loop in some like screen. Mm-hmm. I just love thinking of Brett Michaels like his second act, which was 2008 when he had like way more like celebrity cachet than he will ever know again yeah like that was his second peak like will he i mean he could make a comeback like i feel like we're actually i don't know because of his like conservatism i don't know if actually he could make like a he won't like a pop culture comeback he won't he's done the hard rock hotel has officially split ties with Brett Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> they issue a statement. They issue a notes app apology. People get so mad at the hard rock like 10 years later and they're like, 
Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? You supported this guy? And then the Hard Rock has to officially come out and be like, we made the mistake of aligning with one Brett Michaels, member of Poison, yeah. but he does not represent our values yeah. of hard rockage. Yeah. <laughs> does not reflect like our... our the Hard Rock Hotel <laughs> is all about rocking and rolling and being free and expressing yourself, but not like how Brett expresses himself. So it comes to the elimination, and Daisy's picked first, much to the chagrin of everyone else. Um, and she approaches Brett and weeps. She goes... <laughs> She goes, ah! <laughs> she immediately becomes Steven Tyler in that moment. Like she changes her <laughs> face and just becomes Steven Tyler. <laughs> and Brett's just like her full bone, like weeping, like hands, yeah. like sitting in front of him. She's like, <laughs> and Brett's just like, will you stay in this house and rock my world? And she's like, hell yeah. Forever. Forever. I just want to tell Forever. him I love him right here and right now. I'm like, oh my God, don't do it, Daisy. Like, I love this man. Like, <laughs> I love him. Like, I lo- totally love this man. She's shaking, crying yeah. in front of him. I think it makes him deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, but he's also really turned on. Yeah, conflicted. Amber and Destiny are both pissed at this. But then they get picked. Yeah. Amber gets called next. And then it comes down to Destiny and Jessica. And I truly thought that Destiny was going to go home with every fiber in my being. Because Brett, when he's like giving his kind of (laughs) critiques on each of them. While they're standing before him, he's, he tells Destiny, he's like, you know, he's like, backstage, you're a liability. He's like, I'm all about my fans. One wrong word from a female fan backstage, he's like, it could be lights out, you know? And like, he's like, that's a lawsuit for me and a loss of a fan. <laughs> and Destiny's I love like, how much he loves she's like, I'm fan. just passionate. <laughs> he's basically like, I don't want you to like punch one of them in the mouth. Yeah hands off my fans please yeah and then destiny gets the pass and i was shocked i was really shocked i thought he was gonna pick jessica me too and he (sighs) like tear he cries as he eliminates jessica jessica i think was a little relieved honestly yeah i think she saw too much Mm -hmm. and she knew like if this is what this means i don't really want it yeah i think she went home and like had a little PTS, mm-hmm. which I, I don't blame her. And Brett gathers the girls on the stage of Body English, and he goes, I really need this after tonight, and cracks a Brett's brew. <laughs> and he goes, to our girl, Jessica, there's nothing bad I can say about her, but I want rock of love. I don't want rock of like or rock of lust. Can I get an amen? And then they all cheers. And I was just like, God, what's going to happen next? (laughs) Well, we see next week the parents are going to come for a special parent overnight stay. I love it. Parents parents weekend. Do they come to L.A. or are they going to stay in Vegas? They go to L.A., I think. And we realize at one point Amber's dad spills the beans that she lied to Brett about how old she is. (gasps) 
Oh, I didn't even watch the preview for next week. Yeah, was, you see her. Wow. She wow, lied. Wow. She says she was 31. And she goes, oh, my oh my God. Did I lie to you? Like, she pretends uh, like she didn't. Caught, bitch. Yeah. She's like 37. Which I think that's I a lie. I love it. Like, she wishes yeah. she was 37. She's a fresh 42. But she goes, I just love in the preview, she goes, oh, oh my God. Did, did, I, did I lie to you? Did I not say the right word? Like, she's like, oh, I must, like, you don't forget your age. Miss holier than thou. But I love, oh, oh my, I must have, I must have missed, I must have misspoke. It's like, no, you don't misspeak about your age. You don't misspeak. You know. You, a misspeak would be like, oh, I'm 36. Oh, no, actually, I'm 37. Um, you don't misspeak. You're not like, I'm 28 when you're yeah. 36. <laughs> I love miss debt shaming. Sex work shaming. Angelic Amber. I love her dad oh. narking her. I think Amber might have <laughs> lied to you. You trust your parents to keep that kind of secret. No. They, they're, they were there. They were there. Yeah. My mom always says that. She always goes, I was there. <laughs> Classic mom joke. Right? <sighs> God, this show... Really brings me it brings me such joy to turn on this program and watch it and then talk about it. I have to be radically honest. My mom listens, but she goes, she goes, "What are you?" I would before we started today. She called me and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm about to pod with Laura." And she goes, "Oh, which one?" She goes, "Don't say Rock of Love." And I said, "Rock of Love." And she goes, <laughs> "My mom goes, oh, I just don't like that one." She's like, "You guys, I like hearing you guys talk, but I, I just can't watch that show." It's not for everyone. It's, it's, a, it's an acquired taste. It's a hard show. It's a hard show to get behind. These are, it's a difficult time to confront. But damn it, she still listens. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, that, and that is a true fan. A true head. And much like Brett, I love my fans. <laughs> I love my fans. <laughs> I love, I've got to be honest, I love my fans. And if we're backstage and the fan says something bad to you, you throw a punch, that's a lawsuit for me. And a lost fan. One less fan. One less fan. Brett's like, I know. Brett needs all the fans he can get. Yeah, Brett's like. His fans are are dropping like flies. There's like, (laughs) Brett's like, hey, listen, I have like 7,000 fans. So like, I need to like keep all of them. Every one of them counts. Deathly important to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My fans are literally all I have at this point. And the numbers are tanking. It is a bear market for fans for me. So anything that you do that could lose me a fan would be absolutely devastating. Uh, Well, I appreciate all you listeners out there that don't fuck with these shows, but really fuck with us. The hats go off to you. We're down. We only got a few left, but I know. hang with us. And we'll be back this week with an episode of Salty Utah Queens um a bonus episode you can follow laura at lars marie yeah and you can follow carrie at ecario and you can get bonus episodes on the patreon it's patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast thank you to our producer jonathan he's editing the shit out of these episodes and we fucking love him for that lars i love you i love you stay safe everyone love this wild world of rock and roll stay safe love all of you Hang in there, and we'll see you in a few days. Bye. Bye. Have 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakker.